You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. And now a word from our sponsor, Netscope. Netscope is a worldwide leader in SASE and Zero Trust. Its unified platform, Netscope One, provides optimized access and zero trust security for people, devices, and data anywhere they go, helping customers reduce risk, accelerate performance, and get unrivaled visibility into any cloud, web, and private application activity. To learn more about how Netscope helps customers be ready for anything on their sassy journey, visit netskope.com. Our podcast team is taking a break this week from the daily news. But don't fret, you can get your daily dose of cybersecurity news at our website, thecyberwire.com. In the meantime, we've got interviews for you this week, some interesting people we've talked to throughout the year. So stay with us. Every day, your IAM tech debt grows. Your multi-generational services struggle to work together. Building an identity fabric can fix this. It makes all your identity tooling stronger and allows you to connect any app to any service you want to use with zero coding, zero maintenance, and zero app downtime. Strata's identity orchestration platform separates the identity logic from your applications so you can optimize existing IAM tools and manage them in a single control plane. Now, every vendor, standard, and architecture work together. In short, building your identity fabric means you can secure your non-standard apps, keep your complex access policies, retire outdated IDPs, and modernize in record time. So build your fabric with Strata Identity and get rid of tech debt for good. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire, share your identity priorities, and receive a pair of AirPods Pro. Offer valid for organizations over 5,000 employees. Connect today at strata.io slash cyberwire. And now a word from our sponsor, Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense provides award-winning cloud-based automated endpoint and vulnerability management solutions to streamline IT and security operations. With its advanced platform, businesses gain complete visibility and control over their infrastructure, reducing IT and security risks and optimizing operational efficiency. With Sixth Sense, you'll get real-time alerts, risk-based vulnerability prioritization and remediations, and an intuitive automation and orchestration engine so you can focus on your core business goals. Confident in the knowledge that your enterprise is secure, compliant, and running smoothly. To learn why enterprises choose Sixth Sense, visit SixthSense.com. We call ourselves a distributor for cybersecurity, but in our real life, we are much more an incubator, which means we we bring new companies into the German-speaking region and market. That's Gerald Hahn. He's the CEO of Softshell AG, a German company. Our conversation centers on the differences in the cybersecurity markets between Germany and the United States, and what companies should know if they want to try to set up shop and do business with Germans. In the end, we earn our money with selling software, 
to our resellers and they sell it to to customers to companies um, but most of our day we we do marketing and sales and pr stuff for them so take us through what is the uh, current status of the german marketplace yeah so the german marketplace um, for cybersecurity is very dynamic the market is very big um, what we know is the biggest security market in the world behind the United States with an annual volume of 15 billion euro a year. Hmm. So we think this is for historical reasons. Germans are very sensitive with their privacy and, and data. Germany is always leading the privacy and data privacy discussion within Europe. And so Germans are crazy with IT security. They buy a lot and they try a lot in a conservative way and completely different to the mentality in the United States. But um, the volume speaks for itself. It is a very great market and it's growing um, incredibly. And when you say it's different from the United States, what do you mean? I only can speak as an outsider. I only can repeat what our partners and vendors from the United States are telling us. And that is that um, in the United States, companies, customers are giving new solutions a try. They buy a solution for one year, and if it's not good, they won't renew it. In Germany, never would ever buy something for test reasons. They always want to test it for free, and then they want to play with it. And not only a little bit, they are really going deep under the hood. They want to know every single byte and how it works, and they want to know the source code and everything. So this is a very engineering-focused country. And um, this normally surprises U.S.-based vendors because a normal salesperson cannot really succeed here. You always need a very technical sales guy, a an engineer with a sales mentality who can really explain within the first meeting how the product works and, and which ports are used and so on. And this normally is very unusual what I've learned for typical American salesperson. Yeah, that's interesting. So, so what is your advice for, uh, say, an American company who's trying to tap into that German market? Focus on, on the engineering stuff. Be ready for really deep technical questions and as more as as they can answer within the first chat as better it is because this gives uh, customers the feeling that there is somebody who's serious and he can rely on and most IT guys here in Germany working for customers they love the stuff they play with it also during the weekends and in the evening and you can catch them if you give them really a technical um, motivation to, to find out more about it. Um, a sales pitch normally really does not lead somewhere. Hmm. You know, we've got uh, GDPR coming up in the, uh, in the coming year, in 2018. Um, how is that going to change things for you all there? And, and what's your take on that from a global perspective? Yeah, so GDPR is, is really interesting um, especially cybersecurity vendors are, are trying to do with it. Hmm. Um, everybody is telling customers that they have to do something, otherwise they have to pay 20 million 
you know, fine or four percent of their annual revenue and so on, and they try to to scare customers. But the background is that the GDPR regulation is was led by German privacy people, <laughs> and most of the regulation within the new GDPR law was already here in Germany with the old data privacy laws. So it's not really new for companies here and they always had to deal with these regulations. So nobody is scared and most companies um, are already aligned with the new rules. Most companies so know that it has not so much to do with technical solutions, but with organizational and structure within the company. And so there is not really more sales or upsell because of GDPR. It more gave law firms new customers <laughs> because everybody wants to be sure that he really knows what's coming. And so the, the solutions, the technical solutions and products um, are not really affected by, by the new law. It's interesting. So Germany's already there. Germany's ahead of the game from from their position as being a leader when it comes to these sorts of uh, privacy regulations uh, to begin with. Yeah, I think so. Yes. Most US-based companies expect results within the first six or at least 12 months. And this is very challenging, <laughs> not only because most companies are not really ready for an expansion, um, for example, no German website, no German collaterals. And this is something what the German market is expecting um, to have at least a few um, German papers they can read. Everybody speaks English, but um, it feels much more comfortable reading it in German. So normally the companies needs really month before they have a few German things online. And then they try to enter the market through the UK. And um, it's not because of the Brexit, it is because the island is an island and it always was an island within Europe. It is really completely separated from the continent. And so also from their mentality, they are much closer to the United States than they are to the continental Europe. But US vendors always set the subsidiaries up in the UK, and then they try to open Germany, France, Italy, Spain, Poland, etc. And it's not working. And after a year, they are super surprised and they give it another try. Um, so our suggestion is always set up a legal entity in Germany, hire a local guy, and then they take you serious. Then they know the companies that you are really serious with the market and they have somebody to speak with in their own language. And within our last years, we, we saw hundreds of vendors coming and going and also succeeding. But we never ever saw a company succeeding here with significant revenues without having a legal entity and German employees on the ground. So it's really important to uh, respect the locals. Yes, I think so. But I think this has nothing to do with Germany. I think it everywhere is the same. I never would try to to expand to the United States from, I don't know, Mexico or right. <laughs> or Argentina or so. Um, and I think this is a good comparison. Um, you need to be in the country and you need to work with locals. 
Yeah, that's interesting. It's also interesting to me how you say that we try to set up shop in the UK. Um, I think there's a there's an odd thing with uh, with many Americans where we have a kind of a default respect for the British. Uh, you know, we love their accent uh, <laughs> and so on. You know, and uh, so I think it works in that direction. And so I think maybe there's a false assumption that you know that's the way we should go. That's a very interesting insight. Yeah, and maybe a, a last point and a very positive point is that our experience with with Americans are super positive. Hmm. Um, um, most Americans we we have dealt with are super open, transparent, and they hold what they told us, even if we not always agree with each other, but they are reliable and they are straightforward. And this is what we really like working with with, with American companies and, and US citizens, because they are really straightforward, honest and nice to work with. We have different experiences with other regions in the world, but this is what, what we admire most with um, Americans. That's Gerald Hahn. He's the CEO at Softshell AG in Germany. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com slash cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. And that's the Cyberwire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. And now, a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI, the best AI protection comes from having the best data. Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com slash zero trust AI.